so in this potty I'm, I'm going to do a couple of things so one of them is uh, I want to make sure that you're okay so we're just going to check in and um, I just I hope you're okay let's, let's bring that nervous system down a bit okay so we're just going to see if you're okay now what I want to talk to you about today is I don't want you to worry about what other people think some people are so unhinged and so dark and so horrible they have the biggest mouths and they will do anything to destroy you and hurt you. These people, like I've said before in a previous podcast, are like black holes. They want to crush stars. So I want you to take it as a compliment because they see something in you that would be so delicious to break from their evil mentality. Um, and on the other hand, I just want you to let it go. Just want to let it go. Let it, just let it go. You know. It's... um. As a, as a person who's very spiritual, I choose who I give empathy and compassion to. I think it's a very dangerous mindset within the spiritual community to be offering everyone it, because then you have not met a snake. A snake will change its head constantly. So, um, no snakes. So look, what I want to tell you is, from what I know, and I got this from quite a few sources. So one of them is I'm extremely spiritual, obviously, because of what I do. And I speak to spirit and download spirit. I've got a very quick, easy, non-resistant relationship with the other side. Like, there is no film for me. There's no veil. It's just I pick up an information and it's boom, there, you know. There's no distance. And... Um, to get to this there there was a process you know obviously I grew up in a Christian household and I went backpacking and you know I went to this AIDS hospital on the top of a mountain and I walked through this AIDS hospital and there was just people who weighed about a fucking half a stone and just were wasting away from the disease and um, that opened my my eyes a lot open my eyes a lot just all that suffering you know um aids is not a gay thing so i want you to stop that okay um they'd like to make you believe it is but it's not so um yeah and then i taught children english and things well tried because i can't even get my own words out but never mind and then yeah i just went on a bit of a quest really a bit of a um bit of a journey to detach from what I knew onto what I want, you know, what I wanted to learn. And I really threw myself in, like I reckon it's been about 20 odd years of just learning, learning, learning. And I'm gonna tell you what I learned and what I feel spirit wants you to know. And one of the most strongest messages that always comes through and one message that I've always seen whenever I've gone around the world and things is you should never, never be bothered about what people think. And the reason why is because if you look at history, our judgments and our standards always change. And whenever you look at devastation or, you know, so put it like this, I read a book called The Five and it was about Jack the Ripper's victims. And they were not prostitutes actually, one of them was. Um, but not all of them. But the press at the time wanted to model them as prostitutes as they did because they liked to um, hurt women. And um, 
yeah it, at the time there was so much judgments and you know the the women if you study the women they just needed help and they were in a very vulnerable position hence why jack the ripper got them you know and just someone needed to open their door or give them a job they just needed to be a bit of help and they wouldn't have been in that place at that time basically basically but at the time everyone was judging them you know or you know they weren't to the standard or they you know i think one of them the husband left her so obviously a woman at that time financially she was struggling so you know she was working late or whatever and anyway that's what happened and if you look at you know like um you know like henry the eighth you know people were so bothered about what people thought so they behaved they beheaded people they you know killed people just because of all oh, being judged catholic church will judge the protestant church will judge people act is what i'm saying is people act in the mo most barbarous ways because they're worried about what people think fundamentally that's what's happening instead of going hang on a minute what, what's going on and approaching something with a bit of empathy and compassion you know but how people think changes so if you look at jesus i was watching the passion of the christ last night which is an amazing film if you look at jesus he was being judged and they acted in a way they persecuted in a, in a way because of what the council thought you know they were like yeah yeah punish him punish him blah 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 so they they responded to the way that they thought if you go with a crowd is what i'm saying is you're going to live a very lonely dangerous life because the crowd's minds changes and the crowd are all fucking sheep you know I mean, personally, I've broken down quite a few barriers just with my sexuality alone. I mean, if you ask me what I am, I don't even know, to be honest. I love people and whatever shape and form that comes in, whatever, I don't care. And I really don't like labels, but if you want to give me one, you give me one. I don't give a shit. And my experiences when I've gone into workplaces is the minute I start hiding myself and the minute I start watching what I'm saying is I'm doing myself a massive injustice because I don't want to be around those people anyway, you know? So, but, but, here's the, here's the flip side. As soon as I am really comfortable with myself, people respond in a better way. It's almost as if you have to take control of your life, be really happy with it, and then watch other people follow you. Remember they're sheep. So they, they will follow yours, but you must not follow theirs. You must not follow their opinion. You must not follow their ideologies. Because these are the ones that killed Jesus. These are the ones that, you know, let the girls in the Jack the Ripper time, you know, have to be on survival mode. You know, the, these sheep don't help anyone, but they have a lot of opinions. So therefore, you should never, ever ask a sheep for support because they can't give it. You have to stand in your own skin, on your own two feet, really solidly, be really grounded and be uniquely happy with how you are. Two things are going to happen when you do that. One, you'll realise that you're in the wrong room, so you're like, no thank you. And like I've said, I've worked in places before where my, who I am has become sexualized, and I felt unsafe, so I've gone, no thank you. I've had female bosses try it on, and I've had male bosses try it on. No word of a lie. So I've left. But I am so glad 
that I shone and I, and I, I was myself because I got myself out of a situation earlier. You know, there's nothing worse than finding out five years down the line that friend never had your back in the first place because there's been a situation now that they are being highlighted. Okay, and the second thing what's going to happen is you'll find yourself in the right room. So you navigate quicker by being yourself. You navigate quicker by not caring what people think. It's a hell of a lot easier. This is what happens. This is exactly what happens when people come to me and they're like, oh my God, I've been with my partner 20, 30 years. I've recently lost my mum. I've recently lost this. And I can't believe how my partner is acting. Like, they're not supportive. Like, is this who they are? I'm totally shocked or they've gone out and cheated because you need help. What's happened is, I can bet your bottom dollar what's happened is, those 20, 30 years of being with that person was so non-challenging and you never went to them with problems and you bent over backwards to kind of um, get them to like you and stay with them. You offered them no challenges, but the minute a challenge popped up, their true self popped up because we can be very fake with each other. We can be very, very fake because we want what the other person brings and that person wants what you bring. So there's almost like an alliance that happens. But as long as we don't bring any challenges and just keep our mouths shut, then nothing will rock the boat and happen. But you can't stop life. So something devastating will happen and the other person will act in exactly the way they would have always acted if you had been your genuine self at the start. So do you see what I mean? When you are completely genuinely yourself and you do not care about the sheep and you do not care about anybody else, people will leave your life a lot quicker and they will come into your life a lot quicker. So the motion of the ocean changes, you know? So when you think about, worry about what people think, you're staying in the wrong room longer than you should and then something massive happens like you have a nervous breakdown because you've been holding on to your fucking emotions and bottling it up for so long that they will abandon you anyway because they don't care about who you are you know do you ever have those friends that kind of hit you up now and again just wanting to go for a meal and a catch-up i get this all the fucking time but they don't care about me you know i had one friend help me move in one you know and then I've had another friend who can't wait to come round. The one I met on Friday, he's, he really wants to come round and see and, you know, come to the area. That's two people. I've had two people invest in where I am right now. Two people. Everyone else is giving me batshit fucking excuses about, oh, sorry, it's been busy. Oh, I'm so sorry I've been busy. No one is busy enough to drop you a text just before they drop go to sleep. No one. You know? And, um... So by being fake with them too and caring about what they think and only giving them slightly bits of information, I am not allowing them to love me to my core, you know? And it's funny because when you worry about the crowd and you worry about what people think, you're not being loved and then you feel lonely because you're people pleasing to people who don't actually love you because you've not given them a chance to. So ultimately what you want to do is you want to get in a position where you're loving yourself so much and all your quirks and then you're your organic self with everybody. Like, you, I don't know, you trip over your tongue and you get your words wrong. You say some controversial things. People know exactly who you are because you're completely yourself. You're like, this is my heart on, the, on my sleeve. This is who I am. I'm quirky. 
like I, I'm odd sometimes you know like you know I might do some strange shit I know my eyes when I'm thinking about something my eyes flicker a lot I'm not going to stop doing that because it looks weird you know I'm completely organically myself and what that does is it invites someone to love those bits too and then they get invested and then they really care about you or I get the ones that go you're really weird oh I don't like you I don't think and those ones are they are jealous because at your core and when you're your natural self you are the most beautiful person I'm gonna get upset just think about it but you're the most beautiful and honestly this is this is my teachings this is what I've learned this is what spirit tell me all the time if you were just your organic quirky fucking self that is who you're meant to be you know if you repeat the fucking same word five million times I don't care nobody cares like we, we all love you for that we all love the fact that you, your needle gets stuck you know we love it how gorgeous is that and how rare is that you know and you know if if you're like get paranoid about shit you know i love the fact that you get paranoid about shit how brilliant how brilliant to be that like tight in thought that you're like and and so hurt at the same time that you can't help but think that someone's going to betray you because you were betrayed and lied to before and it hurts so badly that now you're like extra sensitive to betrayal I mean, it's a horrible place to live, mindset-wise, but I love the fact that you're being like that so that we can work together and fix it, you know. You want to be yourself. You want to be, you know, um, stubborn. You want to show people your worst sides. You want to be repetitive. You want to be, you know, like a little bitch sometimes. Like, sometimes when I've had, really had enough, I can be a right little bitch. I can, if I, if, if I am done with you and you have completely keep walking all over my boundaries, oh, believe me, I can strip you down, you know, and I'm not bragging about that, it's just that that's what I'm, I'm so, and I'll tell you why I come from a place of that, I am so done with bullshitters, I am so done with childish, um, arrogant people who terrorise, you know the stalker that I've had for 20 years or 10 years or whatever, fucking two years too long however long because I don't even count but it's been a long time how is it it's 10 years 11 years oh who cares anyway I am so done with people like that that just want to pop up and terrorize me and try and get my nervous system wired up and want to make my world all about them and want to make my life all about them so that I become a nervous wreck and I never you know I never go out and all that and that element of control and torment I'm so done with it so when my stalker knocked on my door I stripped him down verbally like you have never seen it was like Satan had taken over like it was I literally tuned into him and stripped him down all the way from his childhood to now and why he behaves the way he is well I mean the guy was broken you know so that is my dark side that is if you push me and keep pushing for 10 fucking years and you're tormenting me and taking away my control yep Katie's mouth is gonna start you know I'm not gonna say 
I'm not going to pretend that I'm not like that because do you know why I'm like that? It's because ever since I was little, there has been someone trying to get something from me. When I was small, I had a friend who lived on the same street and he was pervy towards me all the fucking time and he would beat me up because he just was strange. So I look back now and I think it was terrible because I think I should never keep fighting. We would get in in scraps all the time and he would use, oh, we're wrestling. Well, we weren't wrestling because I remember it hurting and things like that. And then because that became normal, and I think I've said as well, I had a flasher over the street, and then it's just, I'm just so fed up of people, and and that was the start of it, but it's it's been consistent ever since. I mean, recently I went to a park and this guy was, he had, he approached me and I thought, oh, here we go, because I've got spidey senses. He had a hammer in his backpack and he was trying to get me to a second location. And um, he was telling me that he came out that day to rape someone and I was thinking, well, it ain't going to be me, sweetheart. And I, because I've had 30 years of this shit, of men um, being pushy, look how angry I'm getting. But, yeah, anyway, he didn't do it that day, like, like whatever. But I, I was so angry that I had to spend 45 minutes learning all the skills that I'd learned. Like, I used to work in a mental health unit and when someone was aggravated, you you talk in a certain way to calm the situation down, and that's the tool that I had to use on that day. And it's just been consistent. So my dark side is if I feel like you are trying to take away my dignity, stalk me, flash me, um, rape me, um, take the piss, groom me, then I'm, I'm sorry, but that defense mechanism is going to kick in but you know what I wear that on my sleeve everyone like someone said the other day okay you've got two sides well first of all I'm a Gemini so I probably do actually to be fair but the the two sides mean that I am so fucking loving and so fucking nice and so heartfelt but because of the experiences I have I do have a very strong side and I will absolutely do what I can to get myself out of a bad situation. That doesn't mean that I have a split personality. It just means I have a very uh, high range toolkit, an emotional toolkit that I can, you know, it's diversified, it's brilliant. So instead of being shameful of this other side, you need to embrace it, you know? I've got a friend and I love her to bits because she sits there and she goes, she's the moodiest motherfucker I have ever met in my life. But because she she owns it, she literally, I'll text her and she goes, yeah, what do you want? And I go, well, you got a cob on. She goes, yeah, I'm in a mood today. And I go, she'll leave you to it. And she goes, uh, eh, nah, just don't ring me, I can't be asked." And I know exactly where I stand with her. And because we've got that friendship, it's no longer rude. If she was to do that to a stranger, obviously it would be a bit rude. Um, but because we've we've lent into each other's vulnerabilities and insecurities and survival mechanisms, I think it's really, really important for each other and for us all, really, to lean into each other's survival mechanisms. We focus so much on each other's strengths and we always go, oh, I'll lend an ear to your weaknesses, but we never really accommodate or bring to the tab- table our survival mechanisms. You know, what the fuck, t- what the fucking tools have you got that you've had to have to get through life? This is incredible. 
you know. I had um, I had a colleague who was a, a gay man, and he used to be so bitchy. I said to him, why are you so bitchy? Like, I have my days, but this is next level. And he said, you know what, Katie, I'm so done. I am so fucking tired that he just completely had this wall up, you know, and, I, you know, he just projected all the time. So we worked on that together. I showed him my toolkit and how I would cope with things and then he bought his toolkit and then we were able to kind of navigate a bit more of a better behaviour between both of us and this is the delicious thing this is the most important thing about not caring what other people think because when you're yourself people can actually see that you're not going to hurt them you don't mean any harm you're just over it you know and you have a slight attitude problem you know, and you have a slight this, this and this. So you can work together in a very compassionate way. It's very nice. But if you're worried about what people think all the time, then, you know, you're going to be hiding all these delicious aspects and you're never going to learn or, you know, change your environment. There's um, there's a thing that I know, and I don't know if my grandma told me, I'm not too sure because she used to work in the dog world, but if you put a naughty dog in a pack full of good dogs, that naughty dog will change into a good dog. If you put a good dog into a pack of naughty dogs, that dog will be a naughty dog. So it depends on who you're surrounding yourself with, right? Because their behavior is going to ultimately dictate your behavior without really thinking about it. But you should never approach it from a place of, I'm worried about what they think. Okay, so what I'm saying is I don't want you to hang around with the wrong people. So the bad, the naughty dogs. I don't want you to hang around with the naughty dogs because you worrying about what they think will turn you into a naughty dog. I need you to really own everything about you, good, bad, whatever. Because good and bad changes anyway on the landscape. I mean, like I said about those examples anyway, we look back in history and we're like, oh my God, I can't believe they thought that was bad or I can't believe that they thought that was okay. Like, I don't think beheading people is a good thing, but at the time, it was a fucking sport, pretty much. You know, so that, the the moral landscape changes all the fucking time, depending on you know, who's in charge. But I need you to surround yourself by really good people and say, look, I'm a bit naughty. Like, this is what's happened. This is who I am. And, you know, mould, lean in, let them show you, let them show you. But don't worry about, don't change your behaviour in regards to what they think. You know, like, don't hide yourself is what I'm saying. When we worry about what people think, we hide ourselves because we don't want to be judged. Be judged. Be judged. Put your everything on the table and be like, this is who I am. And let the nice people help you out because they will. Caring, healing people, it's like a responsibility. You know, it, it's weird. It's like a calling. Whenever I see people with, like, healing hands or, like, they are a healer, they like to lean in and help people. Yeah. In the same way a manipulative person would. But, you know, surround yourself by good people. Surround yourself by good dogs and you will become a good dog. If you worry about what people think all the time, you're going to surround yourself by the wrong people because you're going to worry about them judging you. Why the fuck do you want to surround yourself with people who are judging you from the get-go? Why? If I feel people are judging me, I'm like, I'm out of that room, see you, bye. Because you haven't got to know me. You don't know who I am. 
you know, if you go, Katie, there's a better way of doing that, then you're not judging me, you're helping me. You know, so you stop surrounding yourself by people that you're worried about, their opinion, you know? My friends, I absolutely love them to bits. And I know their ups and downs, and I know their, you know, positives, and I know their negatives. And if they came to me and said, I have an idea, or I want to do this, or I'm thinking about doing this, then they have my full support. 1,000% support. I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to sit there and I'm going to say, oh, well, you know, you know, I'm just not. You know, because I don't have those eyeballs. I just don't. Okay. So you've got to stop what people, you stop worrying about what people think and just be your organic self and love yourself and then let your landscape change very quickly at will. And don't, whatever you do, approach this with ego. Like, why have I got to move? Why have I got to leave my job? Because it's shit for you. I mean, get over it. You know, it's shit for you. You're not excelling. You're not, um, you're not expressing yourself. You're not feeling safe. You're hiding yourself every five minutes because you dare be judged. I mean, fucking hell. Honestly, hang on, let me have a coffee. Hmm. Car alarm's going off. Oh, gosh. Um, so, look. You know, you, you are at your most delicious and you are at your most gorgeous when you're organically yourself. And then let the rooms just change. You will go in, and, in one room and out the other. All right. Love you very much. As always. Gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Come here for a cuddle. Yeah. You've got this, okay? You've got this. You've got to be yourself. <laughs>